live from Southern California and broadcasted globally. You are listening to Society Unrestricted with your host, Althea Nicole, CEO and founder of Denelody Incorporated. Society Unrestricted is your hottest source for social issues, pop culture news, and politics. Tune in Mondays and subscribe to our show to stay in the know for the latest news. Thanks for listening and visit societyunrestricted.com for more information. And now, let's get into the show. Good afternoon, everyone. So we're going live today for the first time on our show. And I wanted to say thank you to everybody for joining. Thank you for tuning in. And we have also set up closed captioning for those that may have um, any issues. Uh, You should be able to see the text as it's going on live in the show. Today's topic is going to be the dangers of stand culture and the music industry, privacy cards, stand bank, streaming parties, and the need to belong. So give me one second, we're getting this set up. And uh, I can't wait, thank you for tuning in. So let's get going. Let me put this title in and get this live in. So recently, within the past few years, we've seen a certain shift overall in the music industry, right? Music industry, film, social media, you name it, we got it. It's it's something that's been a gradual shift as the decades roll on, right? We went from hard format and shopping to um, essentially completely going into more streams and less hard... Um, you know, just kind of in-person purchasing. No more CDs, no more things of that sort. You know, vinyls are slowly making a trendy comeback, but they're not the main source of everything, right? Um, But here we are. (laughs) And so um, what we've seen so far over the years are not just consumers shifting in the way that they, you know, soak in information and music and trends, of the sort, but we also see a shift in the artists, right? We've seen musicians, we've seen actors, we've seen television stars, they've all essentially shifted in how they approach their marketing strategies, their new campaigns, their promotions, their products that they're, you know, hired to sponsor and be the face of and the sort. It's completely changed and now celebrities went from having the overall let's keep things private let's keep things you know mysterious and now we can access pretty much anyone as a basic consumer right you can pretty much write any celebrity Nicki Minaj Cardi B you can write Meg Thee Stallion you can write your A-list actors you can write Anthony Hopkins and half the time they respond right whether it's positive or negative or just giving feedback on another topic that they may also be interested in like television shows things of the sort but with that shift and that easy accessibility, you have to address how social media has also impacted our youth and how our youth soak in the same information and their sense in wanting to belong and their sense in wanting to have like a feel of community, right? It's like having a giant group of friends when you're part of a stand base. So for those that may not be great at reaching out to others and, you know, in school they may have issues and friends they may not have as many um, and not just kids but this goes into adulthood as well Um, 
they're essentially finding their miniature family when they join these fan groups, right? You have the Selenators, you have the Believers, you have Barty Gang, you have the Barbs, you have, um, I don't know what Miley Cyrus fans call themselves, um, you had Lady Gaga's Monsters, but those were not technically the first stand bases. They're just the most prominent right now because of social media, right? They can be the most vocal. They can publicize, you know, the things that they do and how they're doing it in live time. Before it was our parents and stuff were part of these stand groups, or some of us were, right? You had the Michael Jackson versus Prince. You had other artists. You had rock stars. You had, they all had their fan bases, and they all, you know, had their little beefs and tidbits tidbits going back and forth as to why they believe this certain artist or this actress or singer or rapper or whatever was the best, right? It's gone beyond that, though. When you find these family members and they're accessible and these celebrities are accessible, you begin to have this sense of belonging that you didn't have before, and it can sometimes twist for a small subset um, in each fan base into something that's a dangerous obsession. And over the past few years, several news sources and blogs and journalists have been addressing the problems that arise when these fan bases begin to grow, right? Right now, the most hated fan base are the Barb's, right? <laughs> and essentially, really all they do have the time is defend Nicki Minaj, but you have your moments and you have your select few that get too crazy, right? And the same goes with any other fan base you had. For the longest, Cardi B's baby girl was getting the weirdest threats from some of the Barb's, right? And then when Nicki Minaj had her son, Papa Bear, Papa Bear was getting death threats. Papa Bear was getting photoshopped in trees hanging from nooses. And you had the craziest teenagers and adults alike just writing things as to how they wanted to harm these artists' children because they were simply babies of these celebrities. And it's absolutely absurd when you think about it, right? But it doesn't stop them. It never stops them. And so what ends up happening is, you know, these things occur and people want to essentially join in, right? So now it, the barbs are the garbs, and Barty Yang is, I forgot what people say to them, you know, throw disrespect, right? A sense of disrespect. And it becomes like these online games of mixed ages. Kids, young adults, teenagers, adults, <laughs> seniors, adults as well, are part of this. And, um, you know, you have individuals who will go as far as doxing people, hacking their accounts, um, contacting people's jobs, getting people's pages deleted, reporting blogs, reporting their journalists, um, stalking their spouses, stalking their kids, and it just like never stops. So what becomes that limit, right? Because a lot of these celebrities become easily accessible and these fans are able to write them and some of them are in group chats. You have sometimes in instances like the Barty gang has had a few members that kind of flipped on Cardi B, right? And they would leak the group chats and you're like, okay, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, you know, you guys were discussing these private matters. You know that you were supposed to be these fans and essentially she didn't do something you liked and you decided to just leak all the information. And it's damaging information most of the time these things are done, right? You're discussing your rival artist, Nicki Minaj. You're discussing her fans. You're discussing anything else. And it has to lead and kind of corners celebrities into a weird pocket, right? You either have to engage in it yourself or you have to disengage completely, which sometimes results in you having to disengage sometimes from your social media, even though I personally feel like many of them aren't utilizing enough social tools, such as like blocking certain keywords, blocking certain emojis to 
slow this down, but you shouldn't have to do that, right? People should be able to control themselves, but they no longer do because social media has made, again, the inaccessible completely accessible. So what do you do, right? We had a situation over the weekend. Um, I was putting this together. I was aiming to go live on Monday, right? I was like, I'm going live on Monday. I can't wait. And then, of course, over the, over the weekend, there were a couple situations where celebrities were, ended up arguing with some fan bases. So then, for instance, you had um, hip-hop recording artist Chica. Chica's very talented music-wise, but Chica was going at it with some people online. It started as, what, a simple Twitter discussion of basically something having to do with the word female versus woman and somebody responded and was like well women call each other bitches what's the problem and she said I should call you a bitch and then she decided to start essentially cursing out everybody else and they were going back and forth and she started posting these people's children pictures of their kids she was going through their profiles posting pictures of them it was it was too much right and after all of that you see a lot of barbs i.e. Nicki Minaj stands were in the comments like, hey, why are you posting people's children, right? Why are you posting people's kids? If you're arguing with the parents, you should be able to argue with adults and hit them below the belt if that's your goal, right? Without having to involve innocent children. But she couldn't stop herself, and yet she did. And so she ended up going live. And then she ended up doing a, a tweet, like, audience, like, Twitter has this thing where you can speak to people almost like a clubhouse thing and uh you know talking to them there and leaving a voice note and you know kind of dragging the barbs but were they wrong in this instance no they weren't it's easy to throw their name into something and people automatically think negative because it's a stand base it's not even a matter of the barbs at this point every single stand base has done the same thing it's just been at a different time period and they've all had their individual eras and when they're hated if when they're hated right it's just a matter of time. If they haven't gone through it yet, it, it's coming up because it, it, they just rotate every year. Last year, it, it, it was the Barb's. It was another. It was the Barty Gang uh, and, and the Hotties, right? Those are making the Stallions fans. Before that, it was another group. Before that, it was another group. And, and then it was the Bay Hive and the Rihanna Navy. And, 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 and every single stand base has their own time when they're essentially hated. I just say, hey, roll with it. Make sure you control the ones that are the craziest and you know, put them in check, and then just keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. But I went through and I said, let's let's address some of these things because, um, you know, it's, it's something that I think more people are going to start addressing. So a stan is a noun, is defined as an extremely or excessively enthusiastic and devoted fan, while stan as a verb means to exhibit fandom to an extreme or excessive degree to be extremely devoted and an enthusiastic fan of someone or something, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The most avid fan bases, and this is from NPR 2019, the most avid fan bases often have their own labels. Lady Gaga had her little monsters. Justin Bieber's fans are the believers. Nicki Minaj has the barbs. Beyonce has the bay high. And if motivated enough, stands that congregate on social media actually can change the trajectory of their artist's path and the life of anyone who stands in the way. Like I said, they can dox you, they can get rid of you, they can ruin your life, or they can make your life pleasant. And a lot of them enter things that are positive with their artists. These artists give away things for students um, to pay their student loans. They'll give them money. They send them merchandise. You know, if they have something new coming out, like Beyonce's great for her when she drops Ivy Park to send things to influencers and celebrities alike. 
to let them see that they're recognized and, you know, popular Bayhive stands that, uh, you know, really show her love and adoration throughout the year without all the extra nonsense, right? Um, and they get these things. And so it keeps them motivated and it keeps them happy, keeps them calm. But even Beyonce has gotten cursed out by the Bayhive. If you forgot, there was that situation like a year or two ago where she was invited to a basketball game by the wife of the owner of one of the basketball teams in the NF, uh, in the NBA. And uh, Bay stands didn't like the way a certain picture had been taken mid-video. They were talking to each other, leaned in, and they felt like she was leaning over her, and they thought it was disrespectful. And instead of trying to figure out who this woman was, even when they found out who she was, they didn't care, and they started attacking her and doxing her and, and putting all her information out. And Beyonce had to step in and say, hey, you know, <laughs> you guys are going to mess up some things for me. And they still basically told her, you know, go F yourself. We're going to do what we do. <laughs> and so, but it was one of those things that in, in the years that we have had Beyonce as a megastar, right, how many times has she had to do that? It's very small. But I know for her, it's like, why am I doing this? Why do I have to do this? Why can't they just chill out a bit, you know? So this next piece, it starts with the Bayhive. If you have preteens or teenagers, you may be familiar with the Believers, i.e. Justin Bieber stands and the Selenators, which are the Selena Gomez stands. Little was once chosen to participate in a fan call during a Nicki Minaj radio show, she does Queen Radio if you forgot, giving him an opportunity to tell her personally about his fan accounts. His devotion earned him a $900 Fendi t-shirt and a personalized letter from her. He says, she thanked me for being a fan, and it really just felt so special knowing that someone who has reached legend status and has such huge platforms truly sees the time we dedicate to her, Little says. Knowing that she knows I exist and I still uh, is just the most surreal thing to me. It's situations like that where, again, you take that communal feeling and you bubble it, and it's something that they may not always have, and that's why they, they go so hard, right? They go so hard for their favorite artists. The ARMY, known as the fan base of South Korean boy band BTS, managed to raise over a million dollars for the Black Lives Matter movement in just 25 hours. And that was in 2020, when the height of the George Floyd protests were going, and um, they had that one social media platform that was going, um, where a lot of Republicans were joining, and then they kept having these issues with a lot of racial issues coming out of it, and they kept trending these terrible things, and BTS and Korean stands came through, and they definitely offset and made a big impact when it came to social justice and making their voices heard for the Black Lives Matter movement. And that was something where people looked back and said, oh, okay, that, that was great. That was a positive moment from a standum. It wasn't something that was seen or heard of, but that is one of the positive moments that the stand bases can have that offset some of the negative. But the negative, when it's bad, it's really bad, and it's extremely ugly and nasty, right? So a lack of boundaries and barriers between public figures and fans have caused some psychologists to label scanning as a psychological disorder and a, and a condition to be cautioned on. Fans can spend hundreds of dollars in physical albums, digital sales, and the song itself just so it can land on the music charts, and this behavior also spreads to YouTube as well. What's ended up happening is, yes, we've always had people that have gone through and purchased CDs and, you know, <laughs> vinyls and things like that over time. They've purchased multiple. That's always been a thing, right? But we've never had to think about how the Internet will impact this. Now we don't have sales, physical sales as much as being a thing, right? 
streaming is the number one source of music consumption. And outside of that streaming, you have these loopholes that these fan bases have found, right? And it's done so where sometimes it's helped the artists and sometimes it's changed the entire industry where, you know, um, these loopholes are used to an advantage that have made some things more important that they actually need to be. And it's starting to take away from the overall artistry, right? So now no one cares about how good a song is anymore, right? No one cares about what the music's actually talking about, what the artist is actually doing. They only care about if it's number one on Billboard. Number two is considered a flop. Number You can be number two this week on Billboard Hot 100 and sell 300,000 in pure copy sales and uh, get 150 million streams as number two. And next week, somebody can be number one and have 8,000 pure copy sales and 50 million streams. It's just a matter of timing. That's all that the chart is. It's a matter of timing. If you time it right, there's not a whole bunch of competition. Your fans can plan it out, and you can be number one. And it's not a matter necessarily every time of number one necessarily means you're the best, right? Because if you have to do things such as we'll get into privacy cards and opening up multiple iTunes accounts, and you have to do all of this, you're just inflating the numbers and giving these artists like an overheighted sense of worth and sales. And then it throws off their marketing, it throws off the label, it throws off the industry overall when you can say, hey, this artist sold 150 million, but their, their label's too scared to send them on tour because they don't know if they can sell out a tour arena. How, how is that possible? It's because you guys are doing things such as leaving your YouTube channels running with multiple windows open and using VPNs and using servers and stuff to try to read from different locations so that you can get a couple dozen streams every single minute on the minute, you know, 24 hours a day, students skipping classes, people staying up all night to let these playlists go, people joining Station Head, which is a like an online digital station platform um, that even allows like the everyday person to make a station and go live and play music. Station Head actually can count towards the sales charts. So a lot of these stand bases have made radio stations, such as the Barbs, Barty Gang, BTS, that I can think of for sure, have multiple channels all over Station Head, and that's how they're able to get a bunch of sales. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. A bunch of streams. They're, bunch of, they're, they're able to inflate these numbers because if one station runs for an hour, and 700 people join, and those 700 people are listening to that radio station, those count as all those streams going towards that sale, towards that stream, right, towards that song. It only takes about 1,500 streams or so to count as a sale. You do the math. You do this enough time throughout the day. A song can easily jump up the charts really fast when you do these things. You add in these stands are also um, using a lot of their money and their savings and their excess income and working overtime just so they can purchase hundreds and hundreds, literally hundreds and hundreds of copies of a song just so they can see it hit number one so they can call every other artist a flop. Um, you know, it, it's insane. It's insanity. You have the concept of these fan bases and these stands that are now making multiple iTunes accounts. They have hundreds of iTunes accounts they're able to just flip between and go through. They use different emails. They make new emails every time. They use privacy cards because privacy cards have yet to be regulated by the music industry where essentially um, 
and I'll show you what they look like. Essentially, for a privacy card, you can make multiple of these, and they're like digital credit cards that are debit cards, essentially, where the accounts can be set up to be single use. So you can open a privacy card and have it ready just so you can use it for the purposes of streaming that song at that day, and then the next day it'll shut down. Or they can have a privacy card where they put a limit on it, where it almost functions like a gift card. But this is what it looks like, right? This is the screen for the privacy cards. So let's read it for you, right? Create single-use cards that close themselves automatically. Imagine what that can do to some teenagers. They're only lucky that privacy.com essentially makes their cards um, to be the card of the people. Um, so instead of making it so these cards are working with financial institutions where it could affect your child's credit report. <laughs> um, they stay separate so that it doesn't do that. But imagine if you didn't know about this as a parent and it did, or they ever changed it in the future um, and it started to. Uh, how many privacy cards has your kid opened? They have monthly limits, so you can subscribe and put certain dollar amounts every month on the card and they can be used to subscribe to music. So a lot of teenagers and, and adults do this as well. They have extensions built in. You can close the card whenever you want to and open a multiple card. You can have, um, you can make as many as you want to. And so that's essentially what these teenagers are doing. And these adults, they're making multiple, multiple, multiple privacy cards. So every time they purchase the song, it reads as a new and a separate sale. And if they do that with the incorporation of a VPN, especially if they're international and technically their sales are not supposed to count in the US sales chart, that's how some of these artists can end up having these super numbers and being brand new artists, right? You've only been out for two or three years, but you're getting Michael Jackson level numbers. It's not because you actually have those numbers, it's because your international fan base has found a way to cheat the system. And your international fan base has found a way to essentially pop up and do these things and um, you know you're you're able to get around the sales numbers so you can end up with three or four hundred thousand easy when you're only supposed to be counting one country and now every country in the world is able to have their sales count for that because all they had to do was use a VPN and a, and a privacy card and the only thing that you would need to make that happen is a free Google email you can make as many of those as you want to right these teenagers have figured that out and they've done these things at such a level that Billboard in 2020 had to go through and change the rules because the artists started to do things like that so it can help these crazy stand bases kick it up a notch and boost up their sales so they can stay longer on the charts than what they actually would have stayed. And that's when they were still doing merch bundles, when you can get sweaters and T-shirts and stuff and sneakers and you can buy food as long as there was a music UPC barcode for a person to redeem that from, then it would count as a sale. And they decided to change that because celebrities got carried away and the merch bundle started turning into some really crazy random items that had nothing to do with music. And then it would become an issue of timing where these bundles shipped out to the customers and on their way to their home. Because if you're purchasing a bundle and it has a CD in it and it has a sweater or something and you have to download the song and redeem it for it to count while you're on the charts, then it needs to be fast. But most of these extensions and these dropshipping companies that these labels use don't ship fast, it takes a couple months. So it was messing people up on the charts. Some artists were getting counted, some were not. And that's where that whole Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott issue came up. They ended up letting, letting Travis Scott's merch bundle uh, count 
when they had technically ended it at that time and then they didn't let Nicki Minaj's count and she had a problem with it because she said, well, he's selling sweaters. So how is this a thing, you know? And you had to account that bundles included when you were able to go to like uh, buy a concert ticket and they would include a CD when you showed up. We went to a Janet Jackson concert in like, oh God, I want to say like 2018 or something. I don't even remember what the year, honestly, let me not lie. But we went to a Janet Jackson concert in LA. And um, when we went there, like each of us, it was my mother and I went to a, her concert, bought t-shirts, bought all type of stuff. You got a free CD when you went in. You got a free CD when you bought a t-shirt. You got a free CD for pretty much everything that you bought there. So we ended up leaving with a whole bunch of copies of CDs and we really just needed one. But that's how, you know, quickly you can get these sales out. Imagine if one person is leaving with five or six CD uh, copies. Like, I don't need these. I was just giving them away after a while. You count that towards a couple thousand, tens of thousand people in an arena, now you've got some real numbers. But these people didn't actually come to get six copies of your CD. They, they just wanted one, and they probably already had it because they bought tickets to your concert. So clearly they were listening, listening to it already, you know. Um, it's these types of things. So Billboard in, like, mid-June 2020 ended up changing their rules to offset that because they were getting carried away, because the stand bases were starting to change the trajectory of how the music industry actually functions. And then you add in the uh, problem that radio is still the major source of like counts on the charts, and I don't know how, because not that many people are listening to radio in 2021, using streaming services, and they're making their own playlists. But radio still counts the most. God knows why, I don't, I don't know, honestly. Um, and then you have the issue of payola. And the music industry and their board is going through and still doing this extensively long um, investigation of figuring out if these radio stations are still doing payola. Every time it starts to quiet down, somebody comes out that works in the music industry that has several big name artists that ends up admitting to yes, they do. About a week ago, you had the Karen Civil situation happen where people artists started calling her out for allegedly she's scamming them or something out of their contracts and not delivering what she promises in these and uh, some of these artists managers were on this clubhouse and some were defending her some were against her but essentially at some point there was an extensive discussion of people admitting to using payola on radio so that's another issue and why is that because they want to chart and why does the charting matter now like, it, it's never been a huge, giant thing like that before. It's because of the stand bases. It's because of the digital trend. And so at some point, we've got to start looking at it like, this needs to change. Stand culture is dangerous. You know, you take it to the account of how many people, whether they're bloggers, YouTubers, journalists, it's a news network, it's a doctor, it's, it's just a random person, and the person doesn't even have to be on the celebrity's page for them to still get the backlash. I'm gonna show you some things. We're gonna go straight to Twitter. If you click on any of these Twitter pages right now, what does it show you? Are y'all mad that Katy Perry's a flop now? Are you jealous that Adele is one of the main 2010 girls still relevant? That's one of the tweets. You just gotta look up the word flop. You'll pull up a million of these. And every single artist Every single tweet that has to do with a, with the music artist, every single uh, like article, it will be filled with these comments. 
this one it says source barbs love nikki but the only way she influenced these flop rappers like bia and cash doll and she spelled her names wrong intentionally or the whatever the hell those girls names are are mariah as in mariah carey inspired big names like beyonce ariana christina aguilera adele rihanna and bigger names laughing my ass off both ladies are legendary in their own right they're not even in the technically they're in the music industry but they're not even in the same field one's a rapper one's a singer one's been out longer than the other you know the other one was singing against Whitney Houston the other one is literally a rapper her competition was Iggy Azalea there was Eve it was Trina you know it was those people that were coming up it's crazy how sometimes people also like to say that there was no competition for Nicki Minaj at the time there were several women that were dropping several tracks often projects that people adore and love and for some reason they like to acknowledge it only when it's individually each artist but together they can't comprehend that they were all making music at the same time here's another one it's a video pounds is what oinka needs to lose and this has to do with Nicki minaj it says the artist it's a picture of her photoshopped all big the fear it's a picture of a salad go eat a salad fatty that's the final picture it's disrespectful things like this Think of the time it takes for these kids. They're supposed to be in class. They're supposed to be doing their homework. They're supposed to be doing something, right, productive. But instead, they're doing things like Photoshopping pictures of celebrity artists, and there's thousands of pictures like this. Like, literally, there's pictures I've seen where somebody Photoshopped a, um, a picture of Nicki Minaj's baby hanging from a noose from a tree, and Cardi B stands were circulating that. You had stands that were attacking uh, Megan Thee Stallion's um, parents who have passed away you know they had pictures of her her family photoshopped and just terrible rumors they started a rumor about cardi b's dad um at some point and that he was a registered sex offender no he's not that turned out to be a lie but it's just how ugly right it's it's an ugly cycle that never ends and it's all of the stand bases that do it not just one it's just a matter of just who pissed off who and who started with who for the day and how many thousands of retweets this is going to get this one says when Nikki was bigger from 2018 to 2019, y'all dragged her and called her Whale Nika, they did, and Oinka, as we just saw. But now that she's lost weight after having her child, y'all are mocking her and saying it's because she's a cokehead. Y'all will always judge her because y'all are so hateful and can't be perfect for y'all. And this is where the more positive side of standum comes in, right? You, you have that. But think of artists like um, Little Nas X, right? He's huge now. He's huge. Think of the city girls. They're huge now. They all at some point used to be Nicki Minaj superstands, so much that Little Nas X actually used to run one of the biggest fan bases, um, fan pages for the Barbs. He actually ran like one or two pages, and it was under like Nas Barrage and a few other names. He had a Tumblr. He had a couple of other things going, and he had tens of thousands of followers before he was famous because he was a super Barb, a, a superstan, and he um, ran some of their biggest fan pages. And then when he got famous and got wrapped up in the whole standum thing and he got wrapped up with Barty Gang and he got wrapped up in Atlantic Records and all their alleged drama, right? He told the people he didn't run that page. He told the people that he didn't know what they were talking about. He, he denied being a fan of hers. And I can see why an artist such as her caliber or just in general would feel like that's hurtful and disrespectful because you were too ashamed to tell people you were a fan of hers. And now... After he's come out and he's addressed his sexuality, he said, hey, I did that because I didn't want people to know that I was gay. Because he would also talk about his sexuality on there. 
And I can understand that, right? He's breaking into the music industry. It's very anti-homophobic unless you're going into a very specific realm. And he's managed to carve out a new a new way for him, right? Nuno Nas X has done an amazing job at that. His, his team is doing a really good job at that. But now he's regretful because he really wants to work with um, Onika. And she's not having it right now, right? <laughs> um, understandably. But the City Girls did the same thing. Um, I want to say Carisha was a huge fan of hers when they were coming up. JT was as well. They had videos and pictures of them as, as they were young, dressed as her and, and her looks and singing her songs and then um, got famous and they didn't have an issue with her. They just said they took a side and after the physical altercation between Nicki Minaj and her team and Cardi B and her team that they decided they were going to roll with Cardi and now they seem to regret that because now they keep asking her to do um, to jump on a song with them and again she's hesitant for that because why would you trust them right it's those type of things as an artist you should have been able to separate your professionalism from the bullshit essentially you should have been able to completely separate that because it had nothing to do with you I can see if it was Cardi B she should have every right her and her fans decide they want to squash it and move past it and, they, and she's vocalized that as well but her fans do not care <laughs> so um, you know, I think she just kind of leave it, leaves it be. But like I said, within this last week or so, a couple things have happened. So Cardi B even came out and said, you know, some of her biggest Twitter pages were pissing her off. She got tired of seeing that because it's not that they tweet. It's not that they tweet and that they tag her. And they tag Nicki Minaj and they tag random artists. So imagine how awkward that could be networking and getting out with people. And it's people that you've never even met yet. And they're just like, dude. You dropped a song the same time as Nicki, and all of a sudden, I got 80,000 tweets with my name, and I have nothing to do with it, but because we made a song, you know, two or three years ago, now they're getting flooded with that. It has to be exhausting at some point, right? I don't care how famous you are. It has to be exhausting to read 50 to 100,000 tweets easily every hour of people just flop, 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 this, right? Barty King says it, Barb says it, back and forth, flop, 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 bitch, 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 It's exhausting. She doesn't want to see that. Nikki doesn't want to see that. Both of them have said, move forward with it. It's been years since their issue. It's still going. Daily. Night, morning, all of it. And to see your biggest fan page, uh, you know, fan pages as an artist to follow those fan pages, you now see that in your timeline because you want to follow your biggest fan pages. You want to engage with them. That's the whole point of being a celebrity. Keep them interacting. Keep them in, in love. You know, keep the music flowing. But why? Why? Why keep going, right? Here's another one. And, an, and now my hate list is Oinka Mustin Bots. The fad baby, I don't, I don't understand. Twice, I don't even know who Twice is supposed to be. Little Mix, Bottom Mendez, which is homophobic. KKK Mila, which is terrible. And Ed Shitron. Ed Sheeran doesn't even bother anybody. But these are the types of tweets that people get tagged in and it's a response to them just out of the blue, right? So we're going to go to chart data. Chart data is... Um, essentially just they do real-time music charts online they do updates like anytime an uh, uh, artist releases a new song or does something like an interview or if they're just where they're at on the chart for that week for as far as billboard um, if they want an award they usually report like the statistics of it right so I'm just gonna click some random tweets I don't know I'm gonna click this and see it's Drake future and another artist and uh, young thug it's a billboard telling everybody that it's still number four on the charts after being here for four weeks right well, let's scroll. There's a Taylor Swift fan. The first person under a Drake tweet is a, a Taylor Swift fan. 
Why? Does Taylor Swift even have beef with Drake? That doesn't make any sense, right? But she's here. Ended BTS. BTS and Drake don't have any drama. Um, <laughs> nothing for Tank Nika, I feel. Fear. Okay, Nicki Minaj was mentioned, and none of the pages in the comments thus far are any barbs. But Nicki Minaj was mentioned. Flop. Uh, it says Periola, but it looks like maybe maybe that's Katy Perry in the picture. I can't tell. Outstreamed my universe. Smash it, smash it, stable. It's over four. I don't know who it's over for, but they're number four. Somebody's posting the Dallas Cowboys. Deserves number one. We're going to scroll just in case there's something weird. But you get what I'm saying. It's, it's the, like, obsessiveness of it all. Right? We're going to scroll up because I know there's going to be some tacky drama under the uh, Cardi B tweet I saw on top. go back to chart data right so what ends up occurring is these stand bases they get too crazy they never want to essentially just sit down and enjoy the music and enjoy their artist anymore it becomes a bunch of bullshit all day long and night right so let's click the one that's about cardi b's bodak yellow because i already know off top just because of it's just cardi it's going to be some nonsense under it right the way we forgot all about this song, it says barbs only, it's a barb page. Empress of rap, somebody celebrating the Axelad. This isn't Paola, it was confirmed to be Photoshop, it doesn't make any sense. We lost, iconic hit, Doja Cat is better, I don't know why Doja Cat fans are in the, are in the comments. Not eligible, but certified, same thing. Honestly, it's the same thing. Um, the, the only difference between eligibility and certified is the people sent the paperwork in. Okay, when you're, when you're eligible, it means you have all of the accolades. You are technically a diamond selling song or a platinum selling song. If, if you sold 1.5 million records, it's a platinum selling song. It's almost two times platinum. You just haven't sent the paperwork in for you to get the certification in the mail. That's, that's it. The only difference. Um, I don't know where this cultural reset trend has come in at. It's gotten kind of weird, right? It's, it's out of pocket. But these are the types of things that occur. And so when these fan bases, you know, get out of control and they start doing things like Photoshopping their celebrities, um, dead in caskets, I'm going to show you one page. It's going to take me a second to find it. There's a YouTube channel made of a blogger, right? Her name is Malago Grams. Um, she's known as Mob Radio pretty much everywhere. That's her channel. Um, I've been listening to her for a little bit. But essentially, she even has some fan bases that are Cardi B stands that have created a full-blown fake YouTube channel about her. And it has hundreds of videos. It has videos of her father dead it ha um, and mocking, the, you know, what's happened to her dad. It ha It's pretending to be her. It is... Um, it has videos of Nicki Minaj's kid, like, dead and bragging about it. It has um, pictures uh, and, like, a fake funeral for Nicki Minaj. It has a lot of crazy things, right? 943 videos. None of these are made by this lady. This is a fake channel. And so we're going to go to that. I'm going to take this screen off so you can see the like and subscribe. This here, it's a fake channel. We're going to clip it, click it, and we're going to go into it.
it's taking us to it. But as you can see, just from the overall layout, right, it's all Cardi B. Cardi B, Cardi B, a video about Nicki Minaj's husband, a video of Chica dissing the barbs, Cardi B. Cardi B, Doja Cat, Cardi B, trashing Nicki Minaj. Megan Thee Stallion promo, trashing Nicki Minaj. These are the things that people do. Imagine the time that it takes to make not just almost a thousand videos, but for every video to have somebody go through and Photoshop and create fake images and fake graphics and fake audio and they're doctoring the audio and they're doing a lot. But it's, an, it's insane, right? You've got Jason Lee dragging, you've got Kalani, you've got Cardi again, Cardi, Cardi, Azalea Banks dragging Nikki, uh, Nikki's husband. Karen Civil, Nikki, Nikki, dragging Nikki more. It, it's, it's the obsession. It has nothing to do with particularly with Barty Gang. This is just showing you the types of things that individual stands can do, because I'm sure there's probably a channel out there similar from the bars, right? But again, dragging Nikki, dragging Nikki's husband, dragging Nikki, dragging Nikki, Doja, um, dragging Nikki, Megan Thee Stallion, and Doja, Cardi, 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 Cardi. And, and it's ugly, it's ugly things. It's not, it's not things that are acceptable. I don't even know how this channel is up here. It's, it's, vi it's videos of somebody um, photoshopped eating feces. It's um, people's court documents. It's people's family members that are not public or public figures. You've somehow doxed these people's family members and put their relatives up there. And these Cardi B stands think it's okay to do, right? These stand bases, they think that this is healthy behavior they think that this is acceptable you have situations though that escalate this when you can take an artist such as a cardi b or the megan the stallion and they're ousted as being in these group chats with people who do these very things right not rumored but you're in group chats and you get ousted of being in there and even potentially plotting against other major celebrities and discussing them whether good or bad um with the very people who make these types of things here you know what I mean and that is a problem um, let's see if I search the word funeral in this page it, it pops something up crazy if I remember but I remember looking for this and and I said this is crazy I was late to dad funeral because my addicted to blogging and this is a picture of this woman's father and her but remember this channel is not of Malaga Rez. Malaga has her own um, pop smokes funeral here um, these are the types of things that people need to be aware of, right? I just want you to see these topics. Cicely Tyson. George Floyd. They have another channel that's a backup that they've made. This is when you see the crazy, crazy part of standum. But the positive part is when you can go to things like Station Head and you see them and they're celebrating their artists and they're playing their music and they're sharing their stories as to how maybe this person's music, um, you know, got them out of depression. Maybe this person's music is how they even met their partner, just while they're not at a party or at an event or something and they, made the love, they met the love of their life like that, you know? Those type of things happen. So these celebrities do these things, these people build memories, but every now and then there's somebody that's beyond crazy that does these types of things. So you needed to see this. I wanted to show people that so they can have an idea of what actually happens a lot of times 
um, with these celebrities and their fan bases and their super stands that can't chill out sometimes because they don't know how to just sit down and not harass people after a while. And it is what it is. So when you balance all of that and you take in the privacy cards and you take in the multiple accounts and you take in that there's tweets telling people to use their family's credit card, use their mama's credit card, spend all your money to buy this song a hundred times. We're only $2,000 away from a number one. Go get your mom's card and swipe her card. Go get your grandma's card and swipe her card. You know, go and do these certain things. And as parents, you're trying to figure out where the hell is all this money going to? Check your kid's account. They probably got a privacy card. You know, check your spouse's account. They probably got a privacy card. And and they're and they're carried away. So at what point do we, you know, step in as a culture, right? Step in and and get people to, to stop, right? Let me show you something. This is the cover that's going to be for the video. And I'm going to read off some of these um, tweets because they need to be seen for sure. I need to add a quick window capture. And what we're going to show you here is a preview of what it says, just so you can see. Garbs hiding behind Adele. Nicki flop. Nicki Minaj ugly. Nicki Minaj tank. Nicki Minaj zero fans. Cardi B is better than Nicki Minaj. Both flops coming coming to flop together. That's in response to the uh, Jesse and Nicki Minaj boy song that's supposed to be coming out. Um, literally, radio is carrying it. That's from a Cardi B fan. Nicki Minaj fan tweeted, Jesse Nelson's debut single, Boys, featuring Nicki Minaj, will be dropping soon. Um, and somebody re responded to that with some shenanigans, flop. Somebody wrote Cardi B flop. Um, they said, damn, Rihanna is really in her flop era, huh? Rihanna hasn't dropped any music in a while, and she just became a billionaire through all of her, um, you know, business adventures. Trust me, she's, she's not worried about us. Um, if Selena is a flop, then, Norma then Normani never started. When the hell did Selena Gomez and Normani have any beef? I don't know why you stands do this, but this is the this is the drama, right? This is the unnecessary drama and stress you bring to your faves. Now Rihanna boosted your confidence too, huh? Laughing my ass off. Nikki gonna always be a flop with or without Re. I don't know why they want to go back and forth with Re as much as Rihanna keeps showing everyone that she still loves Nicki Minaj. Make twelve new cards on privacy. They wanted each stand. This was a uh, this was a Cardi B stand. They wanted them to purchase twelve get start twelve privacy.com accounts to be able to purchase twelve different copies for a song to get it higher up on the charts. Her debut song already coming to flop, especially with Adele around the corner, and that was regards to I want to say Taylor Swift. Rihanna is coming to save Nikki this time, but Nikki will always be a flop. I don't know why they're mentioning that. Rihanna and Nikki have never said they're working on another song right now. They just hang out. They're friends. Pedonika Tankja Tease. They wrote that to a, a blog page. Um, they put rapist with an E. Oh, I'm sorry, with the number three as the E. Um, and they actually tagged Bia and Nicki Minaj. 
the other one says, we want Oinka to go to prison for harassing Jen. No one, court hasn't even started. We don't know anything. But, you know, these are the crazy things, right? These are the crazy things. So we're going to take that off and, and, and see what you say, right? These are the crazy, crazy things that no one has been really addressing that has gotten out of pocket and out of fucking line. And because of this, and when you add in managers are admitting to doing payola, and they're admitting to pay, paying radio stations, and you uh, have celebrities that are admitting and doing interviews saying that, yeah, at some point in their career, they gave money to radio stations to play them because no one else would. That's technically illegal and against everything in the music industry. And these artists that are getting these inflated numbers are getting Grammys, and they're getting handed um, awards, and they're getting all of these accolades, when in reality... Um, They essentially are just cheating the system, right? And so it's overinflated. And so now the artists who don't have fan bases that are doing all of that are the ones getting left behind. They're the ones getting attacked. They're the ones doing the most. Um, and, you know, they they are ruining the music industry. And I don't think they're, they're realizing that. And they're doing their – the person that they're standing – and unjust, because that person is never really going to know what their actual sales are, what their actual accolades are worthy of, you know, and then they're wondering why their fave is so stressed out, right? They're so stressed. They're always bothered. They're always upset. And it's because of things like this. Besides getting 100, 200,000 tweets an hour of how much they're hated and how ugly they are, and you're talking about their body, and you're doing this and that, and, and it's all these fan bases, right? White, black, Hispanic, and different. They all do it. All of them. Do you think your fave wants to see that all day long? All day and night? No, they don't. They don't want to see you arguing with people about their kid. They don't want to see you posting pictures of their child online doing these things. They just want to see you celebrating them and their artistry without all of the extra nonsense. So when will you stand groups get a clue? When will they get back to the roots? Because it's time for you guys to really get a clue. And with that, we're at the end of the show.